This is Ryan Watches a Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls in the lobby yard. Watching the Grumian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie. This is episode number 167. My name is Adam Patterson. With me today, the illustrious Kevin Rakestraw. How you doing, Kevin? I'm doing fine. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. That's that's great to hear. All right. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you? I'm depressed uh, that I heard Kevin gets a sweet adjective and I get nothing. Oh, that that is kind of well. Sorry. Maybe next week I'll throw throw a descriptor in there for you. You gotta earn it though, Ryan. I've yeah, been earn, I've been earning it. I've been earning it so hard. You gotta so bring long. your A game, bud. I mean, I'm an award winner, so... Yeah, there you go. That's that's why he's allowed uh, to use that adjective. I'm a nominee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what movie do I have you watched this week? Kissing a Fool. Kissing a Fool. This is from 1998 or 97, depending on where you look. This is directed by Doug Ellen picked this in honor of Entourage, the movie, coming out this week. Same director. Right. I have a synopsis here. Uh, Wait a minute. No, I don't. Yes, I do. Max is a popular local sports broadcaster, and his marriage with attractive Sam is already set up. Max is not sure he wants Sam to be his wife and offers his best friend Jay a test. Jay will try to seduce Sam, and if he fails, Max will have enough trust in Sam to go on with the marriage. Jay refuses, but soon they become professionally connected with Sam. Oh, man. This stars David Schwimmer and Jason Lee and Millie Avital and Bonnie Hunt's in there, too. Ooh, what's this called again? Kissing a Fool. Kissing a Fool. If you watch this, give them punchy on the face. <laughs> <laughs> I will not watch it. The tagline reads... Case. The tagline reads, there are three sides to every love story. Ryan, why don't you tell us a little bit about Kissing a Fool? Well, I'll tell you a whole lot about the movie, and it'll take about two seconds because there's basically, this is like an hour and a half of crap that mm. takes five minutes to summarize. So, basically... Then he starts out and they're at a wedding, which Bonnie Hunt is hosting. And she, for whatever reason, starts talking to random guests and they ask her the story of how the couple met. And it's like a flashback. How, uh, real quick, how is Bonnie Hunt related? To the story, is she like a the, relative or something? The wedding is at her house. That that Melly girl, <laughs> she is a up and coming uh, book producer, and Bonnie Hunt's her boss. A book producer. I think what? you mean uh, ed- editor. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I meant. But I do like the idea of a book producer. I know. I was, I was thinking in my head, like, hmm. wheeling and dealing, hitting his books out there. So, so David Swimmer is a 
sports broadcast or anything like that. And he's like your typical alpha male. He's like a jockey, very cocky guy. <laughs> Sounds just like Schwimmer. <laughs> yes. Classic Schwimmer. <laughs> and his best friend is Jason Lee. And Jason Lee had previously gone out with this Millie girl. And they had to set him up with David Swimmer. Or set her up with David Swimmer. And they decided after being together for two weeks that they should get married. Okay. And David Swimmer offers Jason Lee the opportunity to head on her in order to figure out if uh, she's the one or not. And <laughs> Jason Lee hits on her and they end up falling in love. And Jason Lee moves to New York City for some reason. And then, like, two days later, they get married, and that's it. Hmm. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, so, Jason Schwimmer marries the girl. <laughs> you just Jason, said Jason, Jason Schwimmer. Schwimmer. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading Jason Lee and trying to say David Schwimmer. <laughs> David Schwimmer marries the girl. No, Jason Lee marries. Jason Lee marries the girl. After they moved to New York City. Okay. But they end up breaking up. Oh, so it sounds like a crazy love triangle. Yeah. Sounds like a ridiculous... So Schwimmer, just after two weeks, they're like, oh, let's get married. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, hold up. Wait a second. Let me rethink this. How about we propose a little test to see if she's the one? Like... So his test is just Jason Lee hitting on her. To so, see if she'll follow. So if, if she, she doesn't, if she remains, what loyal or faithful, something faithful. Yeah. But after like two, after two weeks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if she remains like, faithful, then she is. David Schwimmer thinks she is worthy of getting married to him. So cool. did did he propose first, or did they do the test first? No, then he, proposed. he proposed, and then seems they, like he wanted about this all wrong. Yeah, like yeah it seems like he kind of went about it a little backwards. <laughs> he kind of like backed away. He's like, "Oh, my tester." I like, yeah, I like the fact that he's like, "Okay, I, I'm gonna propose," and then you know what? Maybe I should find out if she's the one. You would think, you know. You would try and figure that out for before you propose. Yeah, and he has a stupid catchphrase. He has a, it's a oh. hit, hit. What is it? Hit it. It, hit says, it, hit it he says what up. Yes, and he probably says it. I'd say fifteen more times in the movie. Wow. Is is it really whiny like how David Schwimmer normally talks? No, it's like. Trying to be like the man, and he's like, "What up?" <laughs> oh, I can't then. I like I like imagining David Schwimmer going, "What up?" <laughs> it's fucking stupid. He answers the phone like that. 
in public when people hello to them. That's what he says back to them. So it sounds like it's more of a more of a movie about David Schwimmer just saying what up to people. Uh, it could be construed as that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> mm. That's the way I'm gonna look at it and remember it for always. How was Jason Lee in it? I used to be a big fan of Jason Lee. He was. He looked like he was about twelve years old. In this. Hmm. Uh, I think this was probably one of his earlier roles. Let's see. Um, yeah, it was like one of his earlier. I mean, it was after chasing Amy and drawing flies and mall rats. And he, he just sounded like he didn't even get through beer. Like, he sounded younger, I think. I mean, I haven't seen mall rats for years. But he sounded the younger in this than in that. Hmm. It sounds like sounds like uh, an interesting movie. Jason Lee, pre-puberty. <laughs> David Schwimmer just walking around going, what up? <laughs> uh, Judy Greer's in this. Did she have a big big role in this? I know. <laughs> I don't remember seeing her at all, but... No, I she definitely did big role. This was only her second acting role ever. She was in an episode of Early Edition back in '97, hmm. and then she was in this. This is this is what jump started her career, probably. Maybe or Jawbreaker. <laughs> she did Jawbreaker later. I'm gonna say Kissing a Fool. <laughs> this this doesn't this feel like one of these. Comedy Central Sunday afternoon movies. It sure does. And I'm sure it probably was the one at some point in time. So I have a uh I have a, a digital tuner antenna thing because I don't have cable, but from time to time I like to watch the news, so I have a digital tuner. And one of the channels we get is a, a channel called Laugh L A F F. Oh yeah. And, and on this channel, it's like nothing but old sitcoms and old movies, like Grace Under Fire and the Drew Carey show. And they'll play old movies and I, I just feel like this is one that fits in perfectly to that to this channel. A channel that I don't understand how it even exists at all. I don't really have to stay tuned in and see if they play this movie. Yeah, you're gonna have to you you have to check that out. Well, Sunday I wasn't feeling well, so I was just kind of laying around the apartment, and and there was some old um, like early '90s, early to mid '90s Sarah Jessica Parker romantic comedy on, and then right after that was the that movie Glory Days with Ben Affleck and Sam Rockwell, the college comedy. Oh, jeez! <laughs> I think I'm the only person in the world that's seen that movie multiple times because <laughs> I love I loved the soundtrack uh, let's talk about the director Doug Ellen so in addition to Kissing a Fool he, he really hasn't done much actually he did Fat Beach which I almost gave you I was really close to giving you what is Fat that? Beach what is Julio oh, are you serious is that yeah. a, beat, a movie about fat people on a beach one fat guy at a beach, oh, I believe. I totally watch that. Ain't nothing, the tagline for that one's "Ain't nothing but a g-string." Oh, Get it? damn! 
A hip hop endless summer. A hefty homeboy borrows his dad's Mercedes and goes to the beach with his friends for wild sun and fun. <laughs> I love the picture. Of <laughs> oh my god, man! He, Coolio looks like he's about to murder someone. And Coolio always looks like he's about to murder someone. Oh, and he plays himself too. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> So, he he did Fat Beach, and he also did uh, six episodes of Entourage. He's one of the creators of Entourage, so I I guess that's why he's <laughs> directing the movie version. And that's really all he did. He did a movie in 93 called The Waiter. Also with David Schwimmer and John and, Pryor. David Schwimmer plays Evil Waiter. Yeah. So it's about evil waiters, I guess. I guess. I don't know anything about it. I never heard of it. Me either. But with Schwimmer and Cryer, how can you go wrong? <laughs> that's right. Uh, so that's <laughs> From really... the director of Fat Beat? Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, you should have given him Fat Beach. What the fuck were you thinking? Of? I was going to, and then I decided not to because I didn't know. I didn't know where that would take us. I didn't know where critiquing Fat Beach would take us. Making fun of fat people. Well, <laughs> maybe. Uh, I don't know. Oh, my. Uh, so, you didn't like the movie, I take it? No. It was very generic. I feel like I could have written a movie that was better. I would it was like really, you to do that. Really generic. I want you to remake yes, Kissing please. a Fool. And we'll, do, we'll, we'll shoot it. We'll do a reboot, Kissing a Fool, you the 2015 version. You as writer and director. And then Can maybe me. only be like five minutes long. No, it's it's gonna be it's we're actually gonna make it really long. It's gonna be like two and a half hours. What is who, gonna who, play gets the place, who gets Schwimmer? Who gets to say what up? I don't know. We'll, See, we'll but you're to, gonna you're gonna have to cast it too. Yeah, we'll have to do some casting. We'll do some location scouting this weekend. We gotta get the ball rolling on this. New York, New York Fair. It's gonna take place in Redline, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Redline in the U. Or the Dallastown Carnival. You wanna do it there? <laughs> Dallastown Carnival? Yeah. And and instead of a sports broadcaster, he he's a broadcaster for the, the Dallastown Wildcats high school football games. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, so then we can get we can get like a Friday Night Lights vibe going with it too. Oh my God! It already sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'll make literally tens of dollars. <laughs> it probably will. If it did, I would count that as a success. Honestly, if we were able to do that and we made ten dollars off of it, I would what, I would see that as an accomplishment. What I want to do is remake it, but. Have it be set in 1998 or whenever this was set. Also, so don't even make it contemporary. Just just me. Just do like a shot for shot remake of it. <laughs> exactly that, the same. Yeah. Like That's... back when we were on high school, well, mainly characters, but like 12 year old versions of ourselves. That's right. Sure. I think it'll work. Of course it'll work. <laughs> Look at this poster. How can it not work? Plus, we got Ryan directing. Are you kidding me? Yeah, what can go wrong? 
Not much, I don't think. I'm an excellent director. <laughs> You're damn right you are. All right, let's go ahead and give you a drum roll on this thing. Ryan, what do you give Kissing a Fool? I really hate it, but I give it a three. Three out of ten. Because really, it really wasn't that badly made. It was just a stupid and it was a waste of time. Manila folder? It's just a nothing of a movie? Yeah. It looks it looks like it would be one of those. Well, they just the the plot alone is so thin. Yeah, it's just so it's it feels very generic to me. Looks looks generic. The poster is amazingly nineties, but also very very generic. The poster looks like uh, what is it? Wild thing? The movie Wild Things. Mm, mm-hmm. It looks sort of like that. There are a lot of posters that look like this. Yeah. Back in the 90s, where it's just the oh, people yeah. in it. I don't know. Just the faces of Jason Lee and David <laughs> Schwimmer. Oh, my goodness. David Schwimmer, he, he's got a really rapey face going. He does. He's Jason Lee looks like he's about to kill somebody. He looks like he's trying to look innocent, but you know he's not. It looks like Jason Lee's just popping in like, what's going on? <laughs> Wait a minute, what's what? up? We're taking a picture? Yeah. Oh. And it's clear that, at least to me, it looks like all three of these pictures were done separately, and then they added all, all three. Like they, Photoshop probably didn't exist back then, or they used like Photoshop version one point two and squeezed squeezed all three of them in there together. I think you might be right. What are your thoughts on David Schwimmer, Ryan? You big Schwimmer fan? I don't. I don't he's almost he's almost on a Tom Cruise level, but not quite. Oof. I didn't know I that. I can actually somewhat stand him, but I don't like him at all. Not a big swim fan, huh? No. There was something. He was in one of those HBO shows, uh, Band of Brothers. He was in Band of Brothers. And he was actually really good in Band of Brothers, which was crazy. Hmm. That was really the only thing that I remember even remotely liking him in. I've, I'm look- I've always been indifferent to David Schwimmer. I'm just like, oh, uh, I like how, like, during his acting career, he always gets the attractive girls to biz closer. But he's such a douchebag that I don't believe any of this would happen in real life. Like that Millie girl. Uh, Jennifer Aniston. I well, just, yeah. I don't well, get it. Well, he dated that Millie girl for a while. It says here. Really? Mm. I get it, probably because of this movie. That's uh, my guess. That would be my guess too. Yeah. So in your face, Ryan. Oh, you know what? I forgot. He was on Curb Your Enthusiasm, and he played himself a few times, and I liked that. I liked those episodes. I don't remember him on that. Yeah, he played himself, but he was like. Don't you remember he he was doing like uh, Larry was doing like a play with with David Schwimmer? Oh yeah, okay. Now I remember. And like David Schwimmer kept talking about his dad was his his dad owned like a pistachio owned like a nut company or something, <laughs> and there weren't enough cashews or something. And it, I just I remember that being a big issue. I think that was that. Anyway, does this? affect your in your excitement 
for the Entourage movie. Um, knowing that not, the director not, of Kissing not, a Fool. Uh, mm. Because the, the movie seems like one big episode, and the episodes are, I like them. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the episodes, I like them. <laughs> Which is funny because that's the only way they've existed. Yeah. Oh my. So who's who's your who's your favorite on Entourage? Who's your guy out of the uh, out of the out of the group out of the Entourage? Oh, uh, Derek, because that girl's hot as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love you like him because he, his girlfriend is attractive. Yes, and That's I like Colonel because he dated. It's all based on who. What's their name from Sopranos? Who their fake girlfriends are on the show. Oh, <laughs> uh, so Turtle and E because of their significant others. Correct. Now, after Turtle and the girl from The Sopranos broke up on the show, did you hate Turtle then? No. You still liked him? Yeah, he's pretty funny. And I like, uh, what's, uh, god damn it, now I can't think of his name. Drama? Johnny, uh, yeah. Johnny Drama. I like him, he's pretty funny. I think he's my least favorite out of all of them. If 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 I had to rank them, I tie them all at one. (laughs) (laughs) One to five, I'm gonna give them all a one. (laughs) Uh, I I don't mind. Like I'm I'm okay with that show. I wasn't a diehard fan or anything, but there were parts of it that I did like. I like uh, a lot of people really really hate uh, what's his name. Ari. Oh, Jeremy Piven. I, I kind of like him. A lot of people hate Jeremy Piven as a person and that character, so <laughs> I'm not sure why. I, I rewatched PCU this week, and That's, let me tell you, that movie doesn't hold up. But, no, but, it doesn't. But uh, it, it made me think about the fact that everybody hates Jeremy Piven. A lot of people do not like Jeremy Piven. That is correct. Apparently, he's like really... Uh, not a nice person to work with, so I don't know. Who knows? It's <laughs> <laughs> still my favorite thing. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, God! So, are you gonna go actually go see Entourage the movie, Ryan? Uh, bro, I'm mad this weekend. Wow! Well, I'm waiting till the teeny barbers go away. Are you gonna go? Think, are you gonna, there's like, gonna be camp a lot out? of teeny boppers seeing Entourage? Because I, I think it's gonna be a lot of twenty-something dude bros seeing Entourage. So many dude bros. It's gonna be a dude bro conference. I think it's gonna be a lot of twenty-something dude bros and a lot of early thirties dude bros. Uh, I'm not a dude bro. Are you gonna get it? Do you have a Ed Hardy T-shirt to wear? I do not. <laughs> Well, you should get one. I don't think you're allowed in. Yeah, they might let him in with his Arsenal jersey. There you go. (laughs) Or I could wear my Wally World T-shirt. I don't know if that'll work. Are you gonna pre? Are you gonna pregame before? 
Uh, You're down some bruises. He's gonna he's gonna tailgate before going <laughs> before entourage. I don't want to have the open during the movie. So. Are you gonna have your own entourage? Possibly. To go see entourage? Possibly. Oh shit. Oh boy. I just realized that I was not involved with that entourage, and I feel I just feel awful about it. Because if he was planning on doing it, he would have mentioned something to me already. Probably. Yeah, you weren't included <sighs> on Damn purpose. That hurts. But do go see a bear with some. I guess you got an entourage. Yeah, and like I, is it like a group of people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you each gonna have your own assignments? Like each one of you is assigned a specific character. No, I don't think so. If if that was the case, which character would you assign yourself? Who would you be? And it can't be based on who has the hottest girlfriend in the show. Uh, I'll say Eric. Is it because he has the hottest girlfriend on the show? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't want to believe your answer. I don't know. I don't think I would. I would consider you an Eric, though, because he's kind of the level-headed, business-minded one. I would probably... <laughs> I'd probably consider you like a turtle. <laughs> what's the what's turtle's thing? Well, turtle's just... Well, actually, turtle's kind of business-minded, too. He had that, like, tequila company or whatever. Yeah. Turtle's just a... Uh, he's like the goofball. He's the driver, actually, I believe. <laughs> that that was, like, his specific job. Yeah, and he, he, he had that company where uh, he had all those women drivers. Oh, yeah. He had, a, like, a car service where it was all hot women drivers. Oh, okay. I realized that I'm not missing much by not watching Entourage. It's not as bad as I'm making it out to be. What, by <laughs> just saying the actual facts of the show? No, there's there's a lot more to it than that. There's there's yeah. more. It, there's less. I don't know. It's not as skeezy as I'm making it sound. That's why I never watched it initially because I was like, why do I care about seeing a bunch of rich, you know, twenty-something dude bros smoke weed and get laid? But there's more to it than that. Is there though? There is. I, I'll say that there is. How much more? Mark Wahlberg makes me laugh there. I just like that everyone <laughs> in Entourage plays themselves, like all the celebrities play themselves. Yeah, like all the cameos and guest people yeah. play themselves. Do, does anyone make fun of Marky Mark in the show? Marky Mark would rip somebody apart. Wait. So the answer is no. <laughs> not. <laughs> uh, I think a few people try now. Yeah, I don't remember if there were any Marky Mark jokes in it or not. There should definitely be Marky Mark jokes. If there's Marky Mark jokes in it, I'll I'll give it a shot. There might be. I don't know. I mean, it's it's got this kind of meta vibe because the whole show is based around his life and his friends, but then he plays himself in it as a different person, so I don't know. I don't know. At any rate, I'm probably not going to bother with it. I'll... I'll check it out when it hits netflix or whatever but well, I, I said that i'm gonna use it but i never go anywhere so probably won't i feel like i probably do need to see it just because i i did see the first two sex in the city movies 
with the, um, the two, mm-hmm. both both Sex and the City movies, having never seen a single episode of the show. Oh wow! Those were obligations. I don't know if I admit to that. I admit to it because I didn't. It wasn't by choice. It was my girlfriend's birthday. You're right. Bo- both and during they, both times. Mary told me secretly that you asked her to go sin. Yeah, yeah. Because I knew exactly what was going on in that sh- in that show. Oh my! All right, I think that that's gonna wrap it up. Do you have any final thoughts on kissing a fool or or entourage? Generic. Hmm. Hmm. Well, there you go. Kissing mm-hmm. a fool. Generic. You're not saying generic about entourage, are you? Yeah. Oh god, no. Oh god, no. It is wildly <laughs> unique. <laughs> God no, he says. I <laughs> got some life out of him. Now we know, uh, now we know what the button is. Entourage. <laughs> That's what sparks of fire in Ryan's gut. Entourage. <laughs> Dude, bro, uh, just hanging out, man. Dude, bro. <laughs> Dating some hotties. Mm. Oh my. All right. Well, I think that that'll wrap it up for the week send us your questions to podcastfilmpulse.net follow us on twitter at filmpulse.net at filmpulsekevin and at my legs don't work and take a look at our patreon page at patreon.com slash filmpulse and consider subscribing for as little as one dollar per month for kevin rakestraw and ryan holes my name's adam patterson and we'll see you on monday Twitter, our Twitter things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm tired. Oh, God.